Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I am not one of those shrill anti-police people. I'm very thankful that we have police officers. I'm very thankful that we have people, men and women, who will put their own safety on the line for the rest of us and will set their own families aside to take care of yours and mine. But I have a huge problem. But the RCMP commissioners saying, your safety, your family's safety, your financial integrity is at risk, and so we need to have start having the conversation now. And the conversation would be about, as David Fraser told us, police, public officials across Canada, having the right, think about this now, having the right to conduct new, not ongoing, new, warrantless searches looking for personal information um, from online sources like the telecommunications company that you work with or subscribe to. And the commissioner said, because fundamentally, ladies and gentlemen, it's hard to keep people safe on the Internet right now. The best advice we can give people is don't go on the Internet. Really? Or if you go, be really, really, really careful. Okay, we got that part already. And when David Fraser said that any public official could access this information under the plan of Mr. Paulson, that scares the hell out of me. Scott Newark, former Crown Attorney, former Executive Director of the Canadian Police Association, and Scott has for years uh, explained the law to me and explained um, legal initiatives and police initiatives to me. And Scott, um, talked to David Fraser. I don't know if you heard that segment. I didn't, know. Okay. He has concerns. He had a Twitter exchange with, uh, with the Commissioner on Thursday night on this. What do you make of of Commissioner Paulson's request, and didn't the Supreme Court of Canada already decide this issue? Uh, yeah, I was actually in the room when he made the remarks. It was at a uh, Canadian Association of Defense and Security Industries conference, and I can tell you, uh, Roy, that um, there were a lot of people sort of, you know, furrowed eyebrows and people looking at each other with the look of, like, what is going on? Because the room was full of media. This was a, clearly a deliberate act by the commissioner, um, and uh, let's just say that I found, um, uh, shall we say, his summary of the issue uh, less than accurate. Um, he actually uh, was, was also talking about what is a legitimate issue about encryption, and that is quite literally where the technology is, invo- is evolving so fast that law enforcement, whether they have a warrant or not, can't decrypt to get the information they're looking for. And that's a huge ongoing issue. But then he spent the rest of his time talking about this, uh, matter that you've uh, identified, which is generically sort of known as lawful access, as though, you know, yeah, you know, and it's this all or nothing. And that's what, what really I think uh, I find uh, uh, 
bizarre, frankly, because it, it's simply not accurate and it ignores the history. You're absolutely correct, Roy, that the Supreme Court of Canada ruled in a case called Spencer on exactly the kind of circumstances that uh, Commissioner Paulson was talking about, that no, the past practice whereby the police, and this gets a little bit complicated, but whereby the police under one piece of legislation could go to a telecom or a internet service provider and say, okay, I'm uh, doing this for a criminal investigation, therefore I want you to hand over the personal information. And generically, it was, you know, really just supposedly name and address um, although that's less than clear, and they could do that without the judicial authorization for, uh, that was in a warrant. There are provisions in the criminal code that, you know, literally uh, contemplate those circumstances where they could have got that warrant, but just because of the practices in place, they didn't bother to do it. What, what Paulson did not explain, in my opinion, um, is what is the real issue here, and what's the real motivation that the police have in, in making these kinds of uh, concerns known. And it isn't that they, that they want to snoop on everybody, Roy. Trust me, it's that um, they do not want to add another layer of bureaucratic process into what has already become a horrendously complicated and counterproductive process-focused criminal justice system. I mean, it's, an, it's been an unintended consequence of the Charter of Rights that we focus more on process now than we, you know, than we do on innocence or guilt. But rather than sort of present this as, a, oh, here's what the problem is, so let's, you know, define a, a specific and targeted solution so we avoid the bureaucracy, they went for this all or nothing, you know, no, just don't bother to have Well, that's not what our justice system, that's not like the core components of our justice system. And people need to step back as well, including Commissioner Paulson, and remember, you know, our, the, the principles of our justice system were really put together hundreds of years before the Internet even existed. And so how we are going to evolve that, that is an ongoing um, issue that requires uh, debate, and it includes, of course, specifically when the Supreme Court makes rulings like this, that it's not just simply this all-or-nothing scenario that the commissioner put forward. So it was very strange. And let me just add, finally, the thing that I, I found personally the most strange, because I've also worked both as an order and counsel appointment from government and as an advisor to government, um, he completely blindsided his new minister, right, who's been on the job for less than a month, who's got his hands full with this Syrian refugee file. And he walks in the room and he delivers these kinds of statements, you know, in a room full of media. And I saw that Minister Goodale, to his credit, the next day just said, uh, well, you know, look, I, I look forward to having this discussion with uh, the commissioner because these are important issues. But it was a very, very strange way of him making the point that he was trying yeah. to. I'm deeply concerned, and I don't, and I mean that, deeply concerned, when the head of the National Police Force starts talking about warrantless searches. And I understand the world is evolving or devolving, and there are some extremely challenging circumstances. We have the terrorism threat, and I get all that. And if they if they need to uh, to investigate someone on a terror threat. Then, as David Fraser pointed out, and as you've pointed out in the past, Scott, you can move forward as a police department or a police uh, service on that on that threat on an emergent basis. Uh, there, there's no need to be worried about not being able to get speedy Correct. okay to, to to investigate. Correct. Um, the Supreme Court specifically upheld that, Roy. But yeah, but he didn't talk about terrorism, did he? 
No, he was really talking about the uh, the internet itself, and that's why. But I, why? The real issue. What's the? I mean, uh, Scott, I just don't understand why that. And maybe that's what you just told us. Uh, <laughs> what was what was the need for this? Um, I think there's a little bit of uh, backroom Ottawa politics going on. To be perfectly in honest. a room full of media with a new minister present. Correct. And you walk in, and I wow. mean, you, I mean, he obviously knew exactly what he was doing, and exactly what he was going. Some to people do. are going to say this. If you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear. Yeah, but that's What's not, the answer? No, that's wrong. That's not the kind of system that we want or that we, frankly, need. Look, if, if the issue is, and it is legitimately, that we want to avoid sort of more process, which results in fewer boots on the ground and more butts at a desk, then tailor your solution and define it, you know, so that the requirement is a one-page form for designated offenses that you can get by a telewarrant plus having uh, an exception for exigent circumstances. This, this issue has been around for a long time. I remember discussing this with the chiefs of police back in the mid-'90s when I was at the Canadian Police Association. And for reasons, you know, that I don't think are justifiable, they have always gone forward with this notion, you know, that, no, 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 we just want to get rid of the entire warrant process and oversight process completely, and that's not necessary. And as a result of that, that is what the Supreme Court struck down. So to have the commissioner you know, then just sort of turn around and say, well, yeah, this is what we need to do. Um, and as I say, uh, without having even had the discussion with his new minister about it, yeah. um, that's not exactly professional. And we're not talking about only the RCMP having access to this information on this kind of scenario. We're talking about any police service in Canada and any public official, correct? But that's It gets even more complicated because when the government introduced legislation to deal with this issue, originally the bill was C-30. You remember the Victasia yes, with us or the child pornographers? Oh, yeah. They reintroduced it as C-13, and it took out some of the provisions. It took out the original bill, interestingly enough, to deal with the encryption issue, had included a um, section that literally said that if you were going to develop new technology, you had to include a back door so that the cops could get into it. Okay, so in other words, it, it couldn't be encrypted. Mm-hmm. That's a debate that hasn't uh, yet uh, really taken place. But they added in these same kinds of provisions about protecting the telecoms from civil liability. That's the mechanism that they were going to use to do it. Then the Spencer case, Spencer ruling comes out. And again, it was very odd, but for some reason, neither the uh, C-13 and S-4 was the other bill that deals with that original legislation that creates the authorization. The government didn't change it. They just left it in. So, you know, the telecom, several of the big telecoms said, look, we're not giving out this information anymore. You know, we've read the Spencer case and we're not doing this. So there's a lot at play here, and it's an ongoing issue that has, has yet to be resolved. And I think the government's got to sit down, figure out, as I say, exactly, you know, what the problem is and what the best way to deal with it is, consistent with the charter and with, you know, the kinds of concerns you've expressed and go forward with that, but not to offer what I found, frankly, misleading sort of commentary and explanations like the commissioner did. Yeah. As I say, I think there's something else going on here. It may well be, but I'm, I'm, this, this concerns me a lot. Scott, thank you. All right, Roy. Scott Newark, former Crown Attorney, former Executive Director of the Canadian Police Association. So, the RCMP commissioner wants to have warrantless investigative powers to collect evidence, data, about you, about me, about anybody. Um, and not just the RCMP, but any police service or any public official in this country. And then he says, unless they have that power, they can't do adequate work 
protecting you and me online and your family. 